What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode five of the Just a Bill podcast. My name is Bill Jackson. My name is Bill Johnson. And we're here today with a very special guest. We're not going to talk about him yet because, no. as always, oh. we like to bring people up to speed with what's been going on in our lives. Yeah, there's been a lot going on in the Bill universe. A lot of good news, a lot of bad news, a lot of bad news. Um, for those of you who were in t- uh, frozen in time after listening to our last episode. Welcome. Welcome back. I uh, hope you're nicely thawed after your cryo sleep. Uh, for those of you who still are recovering, remember, drink lots of fluids, mm-hmm. take it nice and easy. Mm-hmm. And sit down for this piece of news. Mm-hmm. Because, sadly, one of the guests we had on our last episode, Bill Paxton... Straight up died. Straight up died. Died out of nowhere. I don't want to say it was our fault. But, but we were the last thing he did. We were the last that he died en route home after our podcast. So we we don't know, you know, if there's maybe a gypsy out there who's cursed us. Have you crossed any gypsies lately? No, I have not. I tend to avoid gypsies. Well, gypsy curses. Hey, 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 hey. We talked about this right before we started. I know. There's just a lot of uh, dubious science being thrown around. Like, you are the the fastest guest to talk. Okay. And it's it's very frustrating. I get concerned when bad science... Shut up. Just shut up. Okay, I'll sit here. Just shut up. Please. I feel very well. Just shut the fuck up for once in your life. It's great to be here. Okay. All right, what were we talking about Bill Paxton? He's dead. He's dead. He's gone. He died. He's gone the way of the dodo bird. And, Extinct. well, yes. Nice. Like the way, yes. Like every dodo bird, I will fucking cut you that in half. That was good if, science. I will cut I you in half if you talk again. Sure. Oh I like you. I appreciate you. We'll get to your introduction. Thank you. Anyway, this mm-hmm. is so difficult. This is needlessly difficult, I, I think. It's been... It's been a difficult time, and this guest is just making it harder. Yeah. So, anyway, what we're trying to say is, yes, America lost a national treasure with Bill Paxton. Yes, the world is mourning. Yes, every morning I feel like I'm responsible. Okay? But the thing is, we were about to shoot a fucking movie with this guy. Yeah. We had a script in hand for Grumpiest Old Men. Grumpiest Old Men. The final chapter. It was like kind of a pseudo prequel, sequel, reboot, soft uh Rehash, right. sort of thing. Yeah, new imagining. Yeah, new age. It's like it, we were wrapping up the grumpier old men storyline while starting a new tie-in mm. grumpy men universe. Sure, sure. It's like art that would create more art that would then circle back around to watch the first piece of art being created. Exactly. Yeah. And so we had all the plans. We had the script. Rachel was going to do sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Rachel. was going to be awesome. My wife, Rachel. I'm sure you guys are familiar. I will have her in here on one of these episodes shortly. Uh, and uh, if that's okay with you, Bill. Yeah. No, right. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see her again. I love seeing her all the time. Uh, we uh, basically, we had we were rolling on all cylinders. We were firing on all wheels. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had this thing in motion. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had t- I took, I personally took out a $35 million loan. Right. For and, this film. And I took out another $35 million loan myself, as yeah. well as selling all my blockbuster franchises. Yeah, which, which was, how many, that was like four or so that you personally had. Right, and for for four blockbuster franchises, I got exactly $4,000. Uh, hey, and, that's more than you paid for it. Right, yeah. you know, and a $35 million loan on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're 
in massive amounts of debt. Mm-hmm. And and Bill Pullman just sent me an email this morning. Let me see if I can pull it up over here. Um, yes, okay. Bill Pullman uh, is out. He does not. Want, he doesn't want to do the movie anymore. He said he. What? he 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 told us at first that he could maybe do like a kind of Eddie Murphy in the Clumps kind of situation where he would play both grumpy old men. Uh, but then this morning he had a change of heart. He misses his friend Bill. Uh, he's decided oh to God. pull out of the movie. So now we're scrambling. We're trying to find some hot Hollywood talent to fill this movie with. Yeah, I mean, do we know any hot Hollywood talent? No, I think the only Hollywood celebrities we've ever met are Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton because of our last episode. That's true. That's yeah. true. Rachel was in a couple, like, Japanese, like, clothing commercials when she was a child. Really? Yeah. But other than that, that's the most famous person I know. What brand? Uh, Hotayan. I think the brand was called uh, Ishiki Norishi uh, Sandals and Company. Yeah. And she was a a child model, uh, and she lived over there in, uh, in, in Japan for a while with her parents. But that's as far as I know, as far as celebrities go. Well, Bill, hold on. First of all, it's pr- pronounced Japan. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I get confused. Um, but also, I that's like a side of Rachel I never knew about. I mean, she always seemed interested in Asian culture when we were dating. Yeah. You know, me being Asian. Sure, sure. She's um, she's all about the Asian culture. Um, she loves revenge movies. Uh, mm-hmm. She's got a kimono. We talked about the kimono. Right. No, right? I mean, I... Remember the first time I saw her wearing it. Uh, right. Yeah, she looks beautiful in it. Am I right? She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her Asian fascination has, has persisted throughout time. Ooh, I like that term. Asian fascination. Asian fascination. She's fascinated by, by, by Ajos. But anyway, what we're trying to say is we're in a rut right now. And we're actually thinking about launching a Kickstarter mm-hmm. uh, to pay back some of the loans that we've already taken out right. and to see if we can court some really nice Hollywood talent. Exactly, guys. Yeah. We have we have seventy million four thousand dollars. We're gonna make a movie. We need your help. Yeah, absolutely. So you can check us out on Kickstarter slash uh Bills Do Grumpy Men. Mm-hmm. Uh and you can uh donate uh Honestly, like we've got rewards starting at the $5 level, mm-hmm. but if you would like to donate up in the million, two million, or maybe the 10, 15 million dollar 70 arc, million level. Yeah, we'll be writing everyone who donates at that level a personal thank you card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, also, you can see the movie when it's done. You will have to buy it on video on demand. Exactly, exactly. No, that's, that's great. Now, I feel like at this point, yeah. we can talk about moving forward, right? Sure, sure. This movie's going to happen regardless. And we know I wanted a lot of science to be on this movie. I wanted, yeah. I wanted you know people to know the science behind. Hey, why are these people so grumpy? Why are they so old? Right. Why are they men? Right. How they lived this long? How do the kind of tectonic plates mm-hmm. figure into all this? Exactly. As well? yeah. Exactly. It's the final chapter. So the final chapter, we needed science behind it. So we asked a tech expert today uh, to come in and have a chat with us. That's right. Um, someone who knows his way around a stetho microscope. Yes, yeah, the favorite, the best. Or scope. tele, tele stetho mi- micro. He knows telas, he knows stethos, he knows micros. Uh, he brushes exclusively with scope gum. Mm. He's a great guy. You know him. You love him. Your kids love him, and he loves your kids. 
Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the one and only Bill, Bill Nye, Nye, the, the science, science Guy. guy. Yes. Oh, Welcome. Yes. Now that's where you talk. I can talk now? You can talk. Oh, thank you. A lot of, lot of science words being thrown around. And, sure. Um, you know, let's, let's move past them. Let's move forward. Uh, much like you have to move forward in time. You can't freeze time. Earlier you said you could freeze time. Can't freeze time, but that's okay. We're gonna move past it. Wow, man, yeah. I caught like some of what you were saying. I, I love, that was some sure. egghead. That was some egghead oh, talk right okay. there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I simply. I'm. I'm a guy who just sold four blockbusters. That might be a little bit above my head right, right. now. Yeah. That, that's the extent of your acumen. <laughs> right. What's that word? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, Bill, uh, we just want to thank you so much for being on the show. Oh yes. Uh, Yes. We also want to thank you for very last minute coming on and being a science advisor for our film. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had a chance to hammer out the pay structure for that, but I'm sure it uh, looks like you have a lot of money. $70,004,000. Great math, by the way, there, Bill. Right. Um, well, a lot of that is already, we've already kind of bought a lot of the sets right. and props. We've, we've spent most of it. We have about $3,000 or so left. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a start. But I mean, that's going to have to go to whatever Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie we right. get to play these roles. Exactly. So we'll talk about this. We'll talk off air. It might be like a per diem kind of thing. Yeah, sure. But but yeah, I just wanted to ask, surely you've been in this kind of position before. Has there ever been any other films that you've worked on as a science advisor? Absolutely. Most of the best Hollywood science fiction films I've consulted on. And of course, it's science fiction. So you're you're bending the rules of science, mm. which is fun. I, I love playing by the rules, but I like bending them as well. That's something you might not know about Bill Nye. Sure. He's, he's a bit of a bit of a rule bender. Oh, well, <laughs> I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> Isn't, doesn't science specifically state that you should never bend the rules? Oh, no, no, no. Science is what you want it to be, Bill. That's a great question. And asking questions is an important part of science. Science always starts with asking a question. Ask me a question right now. Um... What have I got in my pocket? Ah, Ooh. that's a great question. And I can figure that out through science. Now, there's different light spectrums that might allow me to see inside of your pocket. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's the sense of touch. Maybe I could feel your leg with my hand like I'm doing now. Wow, he sure is. That, yeah. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but it's feels steaming up in here. Feels like keys, by the way. Uh, I, I, wow, that was the answer. Hey, <laughs> yes, science, science is way. Science wins again. <laughs> oh my God. This is just exciting. This is exciting. Science is always exciting. See, we've had we've had all different kinds of people on the mm. show. We've had uh, former presidents. Wow. Uh, we had a computer electrician and repairmen like Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, a famous rapist. And uh, oh. now we've had a dead guy and an actor. But we've never had a scienceman on here. Wow, what what mm. esteemed company. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, the first time, I still remember the first time I saw you on TV, and I thought, that guy knows what's up, because his name is Bill. Thank you. Yes, uh, Bill, of course, is my name. You're right. And that's good science, right? You're, you're finding facts, and you're applying them to conclusions. Very good. Very good. Now, were you always a Bill? I mean... Nye kind of seems almost like you picked that name just because it rhymes with science guy. No, no, no. I, mm. I was born uh, William Nye. I okay. started out as a William. Sure. But I Most quickly, of us do. Sure. Quickly, you're Williams as well, I yes, assume? Yes. yes. Well, 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 I mean, I, I'm a G-Stone, but um, I changed my name to Bill once I moved to the States. Ah, see, that's a hypothesis I made about your name using my best educated guess. And sometimes hypotheses don't turn out the way you're expecting. But that's okay. Because they're just bumps in the path 
the science. Very good. Wow. Wow. You do use that word science a lot. You seem I to be am very the science passionate guy. about it. Yes, yeah. I'm the science guy. <laughs> well, I, I just thought it'd be interesting if your name was like uh, Bill Balaban, the science man, or something like oh, that. Oh, yes, that would you know, work. Sure. I don't know if ever you feel like you need to up your status in the world. That might be something you could do down the line. Well, uh, I'm not just a science guy. I'm also a pop culture figure. And, and that role in my life, I've learned that branding is very important. And uh, now that I'm identified with the Science Guy brand, it would be foolish of me to move on from it. Have you ever thought about maybe like, you know, uh, updating the brand for a new age, like uh, Bill Cool, the Science Fool or something? Oh, that's actually better than mine. I don't No, I don't. I'm not a fool. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a popular it's, slang. Lots term. of children say it on like YouTubes and, and, and yeah. MySpaces. And like, stuff hey, like that, that fool's real cool. Right. No, I'm not. Uh, that would I that would be disassociating myself with, with science to be a fool. That's fine. That's fine. Hey, we can move past sure, that. Sure, I mean, sure. you've clearly you've got your brand. Thank you. Uh, you've got uh, your kids uh, endeavor. You've got your planet's endeavor. Sure. Uh, I, I, we don't want to move you away from that. Uh, uh, speaking of, it says here in my notes that uh, you were on the team of people that decided that Pluto should not be a planet. Yes, yes, I was. Um, yeah, what the fuck is up with that? Yeah, why? Well, all right, guys. It's just it's strictly science. I have nothing against Pluto. Uh, it seems like a cool place. Have you seen the fantastic images that were released in the past couple years? Yeah, yeah he's kind of like a, like a, like he's more doggy than goofy. You know what I mean? And but he's like shorter than Mickey. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, of course. Right now, what you're doing is you're confusing the Disney character Pluto with the exoplanet. Damn it! I said. I can tell you want to say it. I can tell it. it, it it's, it's tough to break habits. Yeah. We'll call it a tiny rock. I, I, be, I believe that the, the official term that you called it is dwarf planet. Yes. Uh, which is oh, that's where it was. That's what yes, it was. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Very I, good. Well, See, that's I, why we do research. That's I, why we do research. Research yeah. is important. I'm so proud of you, Bill. Um, now, I pushed hard for, for tiny rock, but I was ruled out on that one because I was just a member of the panel. <laughs> that's fine that's fine there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, very great minds that I know have been involved in these kinds of decisions you know uh, it can't just be one guy who's no, the end no, all no. be all alpha omega of science no 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 great use of alpha omega right Latin yeah. terms which we often use in science sure, sure. Well, uh, sorry you had a question yeah, Bill. yeah I was gonna say um, uh, Bill um, so speaking of tiny rocks which one of uh, the tiny rocks in our current solar system is your favorite Oh, that is a great, great question. I'm very fascinated with a bit of a larger rock, a real planet, Mars. Mars is a very fascinating place. It's quite close to us, relative in the vacuum of space. Sure. And not only that, but it very well could have supported life. Really? Yes. Now, are you of the belief... That, see, this, mm -hmm. this gets me to my next question. Oh, fantastic. Uh, because I recently watched uh, the movie Arrival, which I thought was horrible. Uh, well, I'm big... I I consulted on that movie, so. Uh, uh, well, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I assume that you've consulted on a lot of horrible movies. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, did you not enjoy the elements of real science? Well, no. You see, I'm like a big blockbuster kind of movie guy. I like big action set pieces. I like uh, like your Independence Days. Mm -hmm. I like uh, your Mars Attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, blockbuster movies. Blockbuster. Anything movies. with Mark Wahlberg. 
Uh, also, uh, I just want to give a little plug for you, Bill, right now. Uh, if anybody's looking to buy some uh, blockbuster franchise chains right now, I think mm-hmm. they are currently state-owned and up for auction. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you can get them for super cheap by going down to the municipal court uh, at your local uh, town. Yep. Just go to uh, localauction.gov forward slash blockbuster forward slash html.com. Thank you. Fantastic. See, when I watched Arrival... Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that. Oh, I never yeah. actually watched it, so... Oh, okay. But I assume it's great because I contributed my thoughts on science. Well, what, what did you contribute to that film, if I may ask? Sure. Oh, of course. Um, now, they had some questions about uh, what's the best look for Amy Adams, and I used a complicated algorithm to look into films that she's done well in in the past mm-hmm. and decide upon the best way to present her beauty to audiences. Cool, and that was just kind of a swoop to the left with the hair and a little bit of blush. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, sorry. You I noticed. Did, I did notice that. I, I, did th- notice I that. thought she looked pretty good, to be honest. Yes, yeah, and... she was great. Uh, what I'm saying mm. is, I feel like we are in a world uh, where aliens could exist. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I am an atheist. I don't believe in God. Oh, why would you? Uh, he's done nothing uh, for me. You know, yeah. Well, okay. when you look at it scientifically, that's just stupid. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's why I've made these choices. Well, hold on, hold on. What, what's 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 wrong with what's wrong with believing God, you guys? You want to take this one, Bill? <laughs> I kind of don't. I oh. feel like you're the science man. I feel like you sure. would have maybe a better stance on disproving the existence of God. Buckle up. <laughs> Now, when you look at the history of mankind in relation to uh, theological ideas, you'll quickly discover that oftentimes what man was trying to do was prove the existence of things with complicated theories. Theories that often got wrapped up in God or deities. Mm -hmm. But that's bad science. When you look at what we've discovered now with good science, you see the need for these God figures is becoming increasingly irrelevant. I submit to you, Bill, that your faith in a deity or theological being is not only dumb, but also, more importantly, bad science. Mm. Wow. It's hard to argue with that. Once you get, uh, you know, an egghead like Bill over I here. I don't care. Stop calling me an egghead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was like a, a term of endearment. I, no. It I means get, you have a big brain. I get pussy on the red. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Hey, well, you And know, also, this is a kid's show, so yeah. try to keep the pussy oh. talk to a minimum. Be cool, fool. Uh, don't I, we're just it. trying to, we're trying to reach out to a newer demographic stop calling me things that diminish my intelligence all right, all right. Hey, sorry, we've gotten sorry, off on sorry. some wrong feet right that's here. okay uh, I just want to say I agree with you God is dead I've thought sure. about I've thought that for a while Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, now, that having been said, every time I look into the eyes of my beautiful Asian son, mm-hmm. uh, I do see oh. what I can agree is some spirit or uh, uh, what I can imagine as God. Uh, but sure. But the big booming voice in the sky to me, that seems like a, a bunch of horseradish. You so you're, you're married to an Asian woman. That's beautiful. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a common misconception. I, yeah. Oh, no. you've adopted. That's incredible of you. No, 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 no. I see. I'm, I'm a white uh, man. I'm very yes. white. I'm, I'm super, super white. And my observation tells me so. Yeah, very good. That's another form of uh, perception that you've been able to ocular employ. vision. Yes, yes, ah. yes. Uh, my wife, uh, mm-hmm. Rachel, is also a white uh, woman, mm-hmm. and uh, we had lots and lots of sex. And then mm-hmm. over, you know, the course of several years, and mm-hmm. then um, eventually uh, I uh, had within her my uh, seed, and then out of her came an Asian baby. And it's just mm-hmm. one of those phenomenons of life. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. 
It's just weird how that happens. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Now, uh, at first look, it would appear as though what Bill just explained is bad science. But if you look a little closer, you can discover that within the marvels of science, that does fall within the realm of possibility. See, that's really? what I've been saying from the very beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh my God, she's sleeping around. She's probably banging that hot Asian guy down the street. And mm -hmm. I think sure. that's a bunch of malarkey. Okay, well, I if you jump to conclusions, that's entirely possible. I also noticed that you, Bill, mm -hmm. are Asian. Yeah, yeah, no, um, uh, yeah, I am Asian. Um, Rachel and I actually used to be an item. Uh, and that's, huh. and when we broke up, that's how she and I both met current Bill uh, that's that she's right. married to. That's right. And that's why Bill and I are such good friends, you because know, we have the same taste in women. Now, hold, hold, hold on, <laughs> um, Bill. Uh, would it be possible that maybe from, you know, all those years ago that when we had sex, she just carried my child throughout that whole time and just recently manifested? Dude. Hmm. Well, fear not. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell okay. yeah. But of course... <laughs> My baby. <laughs> uh, now, I didn't know if I had like sleeper sperm or something <laughs> like that. Speaking purely scientific, it would be possible that under uh, certain um, seedy circumstances, pardon the pun there, I said seed, uh, that perhaps Bill's child is after all Bill's child. Well, <laughs> there's only a one uh, major problem there and it's that I'm always banging Rachel, and Bill is not. <laughs> That's right. So, All right. I so. ha haven't had sex with Rachel. Well, then the only explanation. Would yeah, let's be that... let's get back to this this deep seated. Yes, uh... yes. Um, the only explanation I can I can stumble upon is that perhaps deep along your ancestral line, you had an Asian relative, and the dormant recessive gene of Asianness has lied within your seed and been passed down for generations until you planted your seed in Rachel and the recessive gene somehow won out. Man, that's honestly, when you think about it from uh, a bird's eye, artistic, societal view, I think that's a really beautiful thing. You know what I mean? It's like a really, really long joke with like kind of a whimper of a punchline. Sure, uh, I'm not a comedian. I'm a scientist. <laughs> Well, I feel like you could use science to do good comedy. And I felt like you did that when, during your Bill Nye the Science Guy TV show date. Oh, thank great you. Great show. Great that's, show. That's a great compliment. That Was that... You, you guys thought that show was funny? Yeah, I thought it was hilarious when you had those kids doing hula hoops and making volcanoes and stuff like that. It was mm -hmm. really something special. No, I, that, that show was about science. That wasn't a, a comedy show. Well, surely you can find a lot of uh, humor and levity in mm -hmm. the science world. No, that was a show by a scientist meant for scientists. How did how did you guys see it? Uh, well, it was on, what was it, CBS? Uh, Peebs, I think. PBS. It was on Peebs. Mm -hmm. Right, so. Yes, Peebs. Um, you know, everyone gets Peebs, so. Yes, it was, a, it was a show specifically for scientists. I just cast children because they came cheaper than adults. That makes sense, that makes so sense. So using cold, hard science to determine who you should hire. Sure, yes. That, that, was a, that was not a show meant for children. I've, I've been trying to outrun that well, perception for I'll quite some to, time. I, I've been already uh, just having my son just binge episodes of Bill Nye the Science Guy. He's about maybe six, seven weeks old right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I will stop if you think it's an inappropriate subject matter for my son. Am I getting royalties on that? or Do you get royalties anytime somebody just watches it? I mean, I, I, Wait, are you guys paying me for your theme song? 
Uh, I can look into that. Sure, we can look into that. I have a lawyer, I think, Mm -hmm. that uh, does all that stuff for me. I'm sending him an email now. There you go. Email sent. We'll get that. We'll we'll look into it for you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. That's a strange uh, thing, isn't it? I take my intellectual property very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, you're a science man, but you're also a businessman. Let's talk a little bit about that. Bill Nye, the business guy. Mm. You're talking about your brand. You're talking mm. about your enterprises. Uh, how do you keep uh, the nice balance between being a scientist for the people and also being a for-profit entertainer? Well, that reminds me of the story of Archimedes. Archimedes was a scientist. But Archimedes was also the world's first billionaire. Ah. Really? That's true, yeah. So what did he have a billion of? Now, he had a billion of shekels. Okay. Shekels, as you know, if you're into history, which is one of my many interests, were the ancient Roman currency. And Archimedes wasn't just a great scientist, he was a great inventor. Now, he lived at a time when intellectual property was free to the people, free to society. But Archimedes was also a capitalist. Mm-hmm. And he discovered that if he can make his intellectual property monetarily advantageous, then he could become quite a rich man. And that's the sound of a brilliant idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, Bill. Well, man, wow. uh, that uh, pretty much in a roundabout way answers my question. Yeah, yeah what was the question? Really I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of like, you know, debates and stuff like that, I want to talk to you about the Ken Ham debate. That you oh, that's right. That was a yes, big famous thing yes, you did. Sure. It's, oh, it's God versus antsy. science, almost in a way, mm. right? Uh, Ken Ham. Presenting for the creationists. Mm-hmm. And a great name for a creationist, I think. Ken Ham? Two syllables. One of them is meat. It's great. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you and him debated, and he was talking about how God created the earth in six days, and you had a different idea. Can you run that down for us? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a different idea. I had science. Now, if you think about what Ken Ham puts forward you realize very quickly that it's based in a whole bunch of, to use an unscientific term, mumbo-jumbo. Ken Ham is not a scientist. Ken Ham is not a smart man. Ken Ham is a man named after a meat and a doll. He's a meat doll. We're all meat dolls. That's science. Cool. So, like, how was it? I mean, did you have a good time? Oh, I had a great time. Yeah. You you visited the live ark that he built, right? The ark... And I'll tell you what, it was an impressive feat of engineering. The Ark Park? Yeah, the Ark Park. It was great. Well, uh, what, yeah, what, did, is that where the debate was? Did you debate on ah, the Ark? No, the debate was in his creationist museum, which, if you ask me, is quite the oxymoron. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. That's now, true. the thing I loved about my opportunity to debate Ken Ham is that it gave me a platform to reach people who have not yet been revealed to science. And by debating him, I was able to educate people who were uneducated about just how stupid many of his ideas were. So after having done this debate, uh, which I can only assume the purpose of was to uh, give uh, information and knowledge to people that otherwise don't have it and change their political and religious views. Sure. uh, Were you able to change any of their political and religious views? Oh, I certainly hope so. But I also got paid a... Hefty sum of money, and that check did go through, so I was satisfied. <laughs> well, well, 
after that, you know, you, you made a big splash for that, and I believe you're now the head of the Planetary Society. Is that correct? Mm. That is correct. I am in charge of all of the planets. Wow. Yes. You're like the keeper of the planets. Yes. Um, of course, we here on Earth, we have a president of the United States. Sure. Someone who, incidentally, is not a big supporter of science. We, of course, have uh, heads of state of many different countries and the UN, which has a secretary general. But my rank as president of the Planetary Society mm-hmm. technically puts me at the top of that pyramid of leadership. So, wow. do, do you feel like you're president of... The, Earth. The, the, the president of the solar system? Yes, yes, I do. Wow. And not only that, but if you look at the title, Planetary Society, uh-huh. you quickly realize that it's talking about not just Earth, Saturn, Jupiter, the planets that make up our wondrous and amazing solar system, but planets in general. I, Bill Nye, am in charge of all the planets in the entire planetary society. This is... Incredible news, and you're hearing it here first, folks. Uh, Source of first information always. See, I now, thought I thought that you just were on a panel of other uh, uh, smart guys. Thank you. Uh, that uh, you know just decided you know what you call them or what color they should be in textbooks. Mm. Uh, but now I'm hearing that you are in fact the leader of the universe. Of the well, I, I want to backpedal just a little bit here. Okay. Uh, the planetary society, of course just governs planets. And it's possible, of course, that there is uh, life on other stellar bodies, such as moons, as you might have seen in the fantastic documentary Return of the Jedi. Those mm-hmm. adorable creatures, right. Ewoks, the Ewoks, live on yes. a moon yes. of Endor, right. which, of course, would not be governed by the planetary society. Sure. Okay, so are so, you saying uh, that so, all the planets in Star Wars you also have control over? Yes, uh, Tatooine, Coruscant, uh, I am in charge of all the planets. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, then, you're in trouble over what happened with Alderaan. Yeah, that was a well, big that was a big sure. mishap. I'm surely that came back to your desk. That was before I took over the presidency of the Planetary Society. Okay. Uh, which as you know was <clears throat> fairly recent and thus I cannot be blamed for that whatsoever. Right, you took it over from Neil deGrasse Tyson, correct? Correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. So talk to Neil about that one. Okay. Now speaking of Neil, like do you feel as him as a fellow science entertainer personality mm-hmm. dude? Do you feel competition from him, or do you feel some kind of brotherhood with him? Oh, Neil is a great, great friend. In fact, I plan on placing Neil at my right-hand side when I have taken control over all the governmentary bodies of Earth and made them adhere to my strict one state of science. Wow, that sounds a little frightening, but also I'm intrigued. Sure. Well, I'd love to go more into that idea of mine. As head of the Planetary Society, of course, I've got a lot of responsibilities throughout the galaxy and the universe at large. But what I'm really focused on as a human being is the workings and dimensions of interactions in society here on Earth. I envision a single state planet where all people will adhere to the strict regimental degrees that science puts forth. And everyone must conform to what we know to be true. The hard, fast, undeniable truths of science. Wow. Mm, um, I'm getting tingles. I feel, Thank you. I feel like you're a man who just leads. Um, Thank you. Now, Bill, can you tell me, like, give me an example. Like, what would your first five decrees be once you assumed power? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. In your five first hundred days of, sure. of global uh, leadership. 
Absolutely. Um, number one, right off the bat, eugenics. Uh, now, the, the planet cannot support 7 billion people, and we've already surpassed that number. Uh -huh. So good science tells us that uh -huh. we have to start eliminating people to make this planet more safe for those of us that remain. Man, oh, that's, that's, that's a little... I'm, oof. I'm going right. uh, to say that sounds a little controversial. It's not, I, understand, little controversial. It's, I understand, but that's just one decree, right? And, and how, how, do you know, how do you know... Like, which ones do you get rid of? Yeah, how do you make that call? Well, uh, we have a complicated plan. It is a plan that we do have, and we're working on it. Um, but there will be a series of tests uh, to test not only your intelligence, but your aptitude. Okay. okay. And what's, what's the difference there between intelligence and aptitude? Well, like I said, it's, it's a plan. It is a plan. <laughs> okay. And we're not ready to reveal the plan, but when we are, you'll see that it sounds it like is a great plan. plan. It you sounds sound, like a great you plan. sound a lot like the current president. Oh, I resent that. I resent, he's an evil man. I'm not talking about uh, taking away a woman's right to choose or, or giving tax cuts to the rich or cutting funding to education. You're just, I'm talking, just talking about, about the eugenics. Obliteration okay. of an entire group yes. of people. All right. yeah. well, okay, let's, I see the difference. Let's, I see let's, the difference. Let's just accept that and move on. What's your sure. next degree? Number two. Thank you. Nutritious foods great oh great. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I, that is a non-controversial thank you 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 rush to judgment which you should never do that's bad science uh so everyone should be entitled to a healthy well-balanced meal mm -hmm. and as the ruler of the one state earth i would make sure that everyone is provided with the proper nutrition mm -hmm. well oh. if i can i'm no i'm no science head okay i'm mm -hmm. not uh you know i'm not a i don't got it all up here An on the chrome man. piece like sure. you necessarily but i will say uh that uh maybe if we're getting rid of all these bodies that could maybe be a source of nutrition for the remaining people on earth ah now that's bad science oh. you've seen the documentary soylent green you realize that people when taken away from delicious food sources, okay. get a little mad. Well, what about your third decree? Third decree. Okay, so as you can see, you rush to a little bit of judgment. Mm -hmm. okay. Sure, sure. On the first one. There, these are all good decrees. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so the third decree as the ruler of a one-state earth that sure. I, I would mandate uh, is hard labor. Uh, physical body, as Plato put forth many millennia ago, uh -huh. is an important part of being a human being on this earth and being fully fleshed out as an individual. Yeah. Therefore, I find it important that every person from the ages of 8 to yeah. 30 does mandatory labor to strengthen their okay. body for what's to come. Okay, it's starting well, to get a little controversial Okay, again. well, what, what is to come? Oh, well, it's, I've got a plan. <laughs> Okay, okay. I, we'll leave it at that. Clearly, okay. clearly sure. you don't want to talk about it, and that's fine. You, I like that you're an idea man. I mm -hmm. like that you're a science guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I've got a lot of faith in you moving forward. Mm -hmm. I've always said for years that we should be electing scientists and engineers into the White House instead of uh, goofball celebrities mm -hmm. and old uh, ladies. Sure. Uh, next point of the five-point plan. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. You've got, yeah, you've you, got two more points. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you asked for five because that's exactly what I have planned. Uh, the next point, of course, point number four, the, my fourth decree would be fun. Fun? Just, fun. Just have fun. Yeah, you can't have a society without fun. Again, and you're, that's you're, good science. Your even number decrees are super. <laughs> Are, they're going to be super popular. There, I you feel that. like all these degrees are equally worthwhile. And there's no correlation between odds or evens. They're each equally worthwhile. Okay, well, well, let's let's listen to what number five is, and then we'll make sure. that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Up. And then because I might not be a science man, but I do pick up on pattern recognition. So. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, number five 
expand testing on humans. Right, there it is. Yeah. There it is. But that's, yeah. that's, now think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. If we want to advance forward as a species, we have to see how far our bodies can go. Now, we simply ask for volunteers. Uh-huh. People won't step up to help sure. advance our human race. Therefore, I think we should have mandatory human testing to see just mm. how far the human body okay. can be pushed okay. and to find out what we can become. So, like, uh, discovery comes from experimentation. Yes, 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 that's science. Oh. Don't you see? Like, I, I had a dream last night that my body was a plane. Do you think that could be possible? Yes, I would love to see if that could be possible. But without people stepping forward to see if they can be turned into planes, we would never know. That's why those who fail our tests but are still physically able to serve would then be used to see just how far we can push the human body. Huh. Oh, okay. Man, I've got mixed thoughts about this one. I mean, the future sounds delicious and fun. Thank you. But That's, also, that's all that I need to hear. Also very rigorous and police A little state. third reich yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Okay, well, how, how is it any different from... You know, because yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, okay, in today's day and age, and sure, I'm not trying, sure. oh, I'm no, not trying to put words in your mouth. We must learn from the lessons of history. Of course. And I, I'm just saying, you know, when somebody stubs their toe, they're like, oh, this table is the Hitler of tables. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the oh, word Hitler is thrown around all the time. Too much. How are you going to respond to someone saying that you're a little Hitley? Oh, um, Hitley? Hitley, a little Hitlerish. Oh, yeah. oh, right, right. Understood. Uh, well, first of all, you know, all races are cool. Cool. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yes, yes. And that's good science. No race is different than any other. In fact, we have more DNA in common with the banana than we do with any sort of interplanetary. Are you saying saying I can like mate with a banana? That's what I want to find out. Are you volunteering for my experiment? To, I mean, well, I, we've I, got a podcast yeah, to do, so got, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to end end a whole feature film. We have. I, to shoot. You're busy. You're busy, man. And yeah. I understand. And we'll need to figure out what our leads need to look like. So we'll have you on as science advisor. Oh, you, fantastic! Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been illuminating. I'm very glad to know uh, that you've got a plan. Sure. As, as president of the Planetary Society, I think it's very important that I find out just how far we can increase the value of the human race before we're brought into the galactic fold. Mm-hmm. Now, as like president of this society, do you have any like power over like a secret military force that maybe we don't know about? Well, not yet, but that's part of my plan. I figure that's where a lot of the eugenics comes in. No, 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 no. That's uh, it's a much more peaceful process than I think you're giving it credit for. Okay. It's not I'm not talking about killing anyone, simply forced sterilizations. Okay. I see. It's very humane. It's very humane. Yeah, it sounds sounds very it's humane. It's science. Okay, let's 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 switch gears here sure, because this yes. is starting to get a little dark for my taste. Well, that's just... uh, but I mean that's the nature of that's, that's the nature of science. You know? Yes, yeah, science. That's the nature of science. Sometimes sure. sometimes you look into the dark abyss and you see the answer and you see the light. Sometimes you look into the dark abyss and it's just oblivion. Science is a rabbit hole. Right. How far can we go? How far can we push okay, ourselves? Okay, okay, all right. Ah! All right. Hey, hey, you, hey put your arm down. Put your arm down. Now, I understand that Carl Sagan is your father. Yes, and that of course. You, uh, that he taught you everything that he knew. Uh, what no. did he teach the world that you feel the children and society today could learn mm-hmm. from your father, yeah. Carl Sagan? Uh, my father taught the world to look outside this pale blue dot. Mm -hmm. He taught all of humanity 
that there's so much more beyond us that we need to focus on not our individual lives or whether it's wrong to push forward big ideas that benefit everyone while hurting few. He taught us that what comes first is science. And he taught us to never stop dreaming. Don't let someone tell you that you can't rise to power. My father was not a father in a traditional sense. He was a father in the true vein of a scientist. You see, most of my childhood was spent isolated from all other human contact. It's part of an experiment to make my brain as large and perfect as possible. Wow. And I think we can all agree that my father succeeded. There's uh you're speaking you were talking about branding earlier on and I mean I just kind of want to wrap up with some more talk about that cuz you know we're moving to the future and, and it seems like you got big plans, you know, for the future. Have you ever, Enormous plans. Have you ever thought about rebranding the name of the Planetary Society to something else? Well, I don't want to startle people. As you know, sure. the second people uh, start to get get afraid, have that first seed of fear planted mm-hmm. in them, they're capable of anything, like mm-hmm. maybe perhaps stopping what's best for them. And therefore, I think it's best to carry on as usual and mm-hmm. just keep things as they are. From the shadows. From the shadows, Yes. Yes. Now, as uh, the leader of the Planetary Society, the president, excuse me, of yes, the Planetary sir. Society, uh, d- are you hip to any uh, information vis-a-vis, uh, are we alone in the universe? Like I was talking no. about earlier with, the, whoa, okay, right off the bat. No, We're absolutely not. not. Where, where Are you saying you don't have the information or we are not alone in the universe? I'm saying that I have the information and we are not alone in the universe. Whoa. whoa okay. okay, see, this is the kind of... Scoop, we like to get here on this show. Well, who who's out there? Is it our neighbors? Is it Mars? Is it... I'll tell you what, guys. Give us a little a little bit of juicy info. Is it info, Pluto the though. dog? Yeah. A lot of folks. A lot of folks are out there. As you've seen in the documentary Men in Black, mm. there is a spaceport located in Battery Park, New York City, which allows for people coming on and off planet to uh-huh. go through the proper vis-a-vis uh, jurisdictionary sort of uh, hurdles Now, I'm not in charge of those processes yet. I haven't wrestled away control from the powers that be. But as president of the Planetary Society, I feel like it's only a matter of time before I'm able to control just who comes on and off planet. Do you have any thoughts on the correlation between Men in Black, the movie, and the rise in the sales of Ray-Ban sunglasses after that movie came out? Very clever of you. Great use of the word correlation, Bill. Now... You're absolutely right. And that's all part of a plan that, again, I can't tell you too much of. Oh, okay. Okay, so I guess there's we've got some levels of uh, confidentiality we have yet mm-hmm. to break. Sure, uh, But yeah. I, I, I like being on the inner circle. I have to say it feels pretty good. Absolutely. Sure. It's, it's great to have a, a family. It's great to have people that you trust, mm-hmm. both that you're related to in a biological sense, but also beyond the realms of science that you've built a connection with. And that's just being a part of being a human or not even a human. As you see in the documentary, The Lion King, animals too are capable of creating these bonds between one another, despite perhaps not being the same species or Mm -hmm. even in the same family. The Lion King is a Disney film that is an animated movie about talking uh, lions and and I don't know that that is a document. I think no, you it's... might be confusing, and I don't want to step on your toes here. Sure, but I think you might be confusing all movies 
with documentaries. No, I, mm -hmm. I understand why the, the point of contention here, if I may. Sure. Now, in that documentary, you only see animals speak to other animals, and, mm -hmm. and therefore you think that perhaps it's all uh, make em ups. But if you perhaps uh, watch the documentary, The Emperor's New Groove, mm -hmm. you see uh -huh. that people are also capable of talking to animals after the, yes. uh, the king of a of an ancient um, civilization, Cusco. I believe the Incas, Cusco, Cusco yes, has yes. turned into a llama, he's still able to speak to John Goodman. Mm. Right, right, right. Okay, and that's cool. a doc. Oh, yes, that's you a know, documentary. I, uh, it, it's weird, uh, but I trust you. Sure, uh, my show was a documentary. Independence Day, when they blew up the White House, is a documentary. These are documentary films that are important in our education. Well, uh, we should have you talk to Bill Pullman then. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he knows uh, all about that. So. Now, Bill, uh, in, in your future, is there maybe any space in that crazy world of yours for two buddies who are podcast friends? You know what, Bills? I think we're going to have a brilliant future together. In fact, I have nothing but time on my side. There's always room for two more Bills in the life of Bill Nye because the life of Bill Nye will never end. I'm going to live forever. Whoa, Whoa, that is scoop numero three. That's a big one. So you are saying right here on our show, Just a Bill, that you have discovered immortality. Yes, deep within science lies the realm of alchemy. And for the past several decades, mm -hmm. I have been committing myself to learning the ins and outs of becoming a full-blown alchemist. So you're trying to find the Philosopher's Stone. That's right. Just like is mentioned in the British version of uh, the non-fiction uh -huh. book, Harry Potter. Right. Also a non-fiction doc. So the films yes, based on all, books are documentaries. All stories that people tell are, are true stories. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. You're a man with several plans. Well, hopefully... Hopefully down the line, if you need a couple ministers of propaganda, you'll have us on in your administration. Sure. Absolutely. Now, now Bill, uh, before we go today, I uh, just want to give you a big thank you for coming out. If you have anything you want to plug for you know, future use. Yeah, uh, any new TV shows, any new movies you right, got coming anything out. Anything you're doing, please you know, feel free. 15, 20 seconds, floor is yours. I'll say it in one word. Conform. All right. Well, okay. you heard it here first, folks. That is uh, Bill Nye right here. Uh, thank you so much thank for coming you. on wow. the show. This was fantastic, fantastic experience. I'm just a Bill. <laughs>